0: You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Hey, guys, and welcome to the Next Trek Podcast. Every week, we break down the latest episode, and in this case, the first episode of Star Trek Discovery, and give our thoughts on the final frontier. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And uh, today, for this episode, we have a very special guest. Her name is Melody Farrell. You may recognize that last name. She is indeed uh, my wife. And uh, we have had a a relationship with Star Trek ever since we have had a relationship. Melody and I really kind of fell in love uh, with, with, with each other through the lens of Star Trek. Wouldn't you say that, Melody?
1: I think I would say that, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, why you love Star Trek, and just maybe kind of give us some uh, some, some indication of who you are and what you're all about.
1: Okay, well, that's a broad introduction. I'm going to do it quickly because I'm sure all our listeners would love to hear about Star Trek Discovery, and not just about me. But uh, to introduce myself briefly, uh, I have been an avid Star Trek watcher since I was a little girl, used to watch my dad watch it, um, and then when I was allowed to watch it, I would watch it too. My brother and I grew up recording all the episodes of Next Generation, and many of them of DS9, so we had them all uh, record on VHS, catalog- cataloged, categorized. We were fans of the truest sort. So I definitely loved Star Trek when I was a kid, and I'm sure you guys have already heard the story about me and Chris, so I won't bore you with that one. Um <sighs> The reason I didn't jump into this podcast to be a full-time host is because I suppose I'm one of those, like, Trekkies of years past. I don't know if I can completely say that I qualify as a Trekkie in this very moment because I have not been completely in love with the most recent uh, series and movies of Star Trek. Although I have liked them, you know, for their own sake, but it wasn't the same sort of love that I had for Next Generation, DS9, and those sorts of things. So uh, I was, um, what's the word? I think leery. I think uh, not hopeful for Discovery um, just because I didn't want to get my hopes up because I just love Star Trek too much to be disappointed. You didn't want to be hurt by Star I didn't want to be, so hurt, be hurt. No. That's right. I just wanted to keep my safe distance and then... I wouldn't have to weep into my pillow at night and all would be well with the world. But you two and your enthusiasm convinced me that perhaps there was hope for this show after all. So here I am to give my thoughts. Thank you, everyone. Well, Well, thanks for joining us. Just for
2: comparison, which one is your Star Trek? Which series is yours that you would say, like, this is, I'm going to, you know, if I had one to watch forever, it's this one.
1: I would say it's Next Generation. I think it's the best. I think, like, the storytelling of Next Generation is second to none. However, I've probably seen more of DS9. Um, I don't know why. I guess it was a bit more accessible in the years that I was really watching it. So I have great, great love for both of them and Voyager. Honestly, I love all Star Trek. But um, nice. Next Generation, if I have to pick one, it's going to be that one.
2: Well, awesome. excellent. That's great. Um, so I guess that brings us, I think you're going to lead us right into this. So you were, you were leery, you were a bit wary going into to this new one. You were uh, hesitant, you know, our, our constant barrage of enthusiasm <laughs> maybe convinced you at least to give it a chance. Um, Precisely. and I, I think, yeah, you'd probably, I, I don't think that you could have gotten away with not watching it with Chris though, probably so. <laughs>
1: no, I was always going to watch it, but I just didn't want to have any hopes for it. Because gotcha. that would just be too painful. Cool.
2: Well, uh, that again, that leads us into this guys. We are now living in a, a world where Star Trek is on TV again.
0: Yes. It's well, happening. kinda, sort of, kinda
2: <laughs> it's air. New episodes of Star Trek are, air, can we even say airing? Like no. they're not airing. I guess we had a new one air yesterday, but no We're more will air. Them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, there. Uh, so, yeah, how do you feel? I mean, just just general, you know, gut reaction. How do you feel?
0: Uh, I had a really great time with the the first two episodes of Star Trek Discovery. I again, I had very little a very little expectation of what it was going to be, and I think the production value was absolutely astounding. Yep. Really amazing stuff. I mean, from you know little details like the costuming and the set design i mean those sets are just unbelievable really second to none they're crazy Uh, some really great yeah the visual effects all of that stuff really sold it for me and so i i realized that and i didn't really get that these two these first two episodes were going to be quite the kind of setting of the stage. Yeah, um, I don't think we've really actually seen the pilot of Star Trek Discovery yet. I think this is more of like, yeah, like w- what comes right before that, right? This is this is uh, this is that the prologue of Star Trek Discovery. Just to kind of give you a little bit of background uh, of who this character is and why you should care, and I like that. I really did. Um, And so there were some amazing, um, amazing moments in this. I thought it was, it was spectacular. As I said, on my Twitter feed, I gave it, you know, uh, to (laughs) live long and prospers up, you know what I mean? So I I really, I really do think uh, they did a good job and uh, knocked it out of the park in so much as I am now ready to watch the third episode and believe that they're going to do a good job with it. I think I'm I'm more hopeful now than I was, um, you know, three, four days ago. So yeah, I had a great time. It was great. Excellent. Melody, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I think probably one of the reasons that I was less hopeful for this, it was because they're doing the streaming thing rather than you know just airing it like a normal show. And so for me, when I heard that, it it seemed to me like, okay, well, this is just like a little experiment that they're not taking it very seriously. Like they're not giving it as much as they would if it was gonna be one of their like, you know, primetime shows. However, like having watched it, I, I feel like I can confidently say like they're all in. Like they're yeah, giving yeah. this everything they have. And so yeah. that makes me very happy and hopeful. Um, I thought I thought it was great. I loved it. I obviously I have, you know, my critiques, which I will share as we go. Yeah. But overall, like I definitely feel like they're giving this everything that they've got and I'm hopeful that we're going to get a really awesome show out of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I you know I think me too. I I have some what I think are small small critiques. I don't think I have anything major. Nothing about the the story itself, nothing about the um the world that they're trying to build overall. There's there's a couple small things here and there, but and I could even say that they're just they're just extra nitpicky. There's there's one thing that maybe is major, but, um, but nothing that puts me off. Like I have no problem next week turning on, or I guess opening up on my computer or my my PlayStation or whatever, uh, watching st- the next episode. I'm I'm pretty psyched. I I. For real, you know, I I knew we were recording this tonight, and I was like, okay, I'm I gotta take notes, all this stuff. But it took me about 15 minutes or or more. I was sitting literally on the edge of my seat on the couch with my like my face in my hands, like I was a little like five year old kid <laughs> just grinning yeah. at what I was watching. And so yep. that yeah, so it, I if I had that reaction to it, it was there were some goosebumps moments, like you said last time, Chris, where just yes, I couldn't believe what I was seeing.
0: You know. Yeah. And like I said, you know, I was going to be live tweeting, right? Yeah. I did not send out a single right? tweet <laughs> um, because the moment it started, I was like, please be good. Please yep. be good. Please be good. Oh, it's kind of good. I kind of like it. Yep. Well, oh, we're getting better. Holy cow. I can't believe yep. I'm seeing this. And it just kind of snowballed into something that I thought was pretty quite special. So
2: yeah. I had a couple yeah. people text me and say, like, are you, are you on a media blackout over over the next you know hour and a half? Because I wasn't I wasn't saying anything to anybody. And I, I didn't. Didn't reply to any texts other than I, – I think I was texting you because I had I, I had some weird uh, hiccups. CBS so I was actually access. about <laughs> – yeah. I was about 10 minutes behind, I think, everybody else, which is, yeah. again, why I did. I put my, my phone away. I was just like, nope, not seeing anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's smart. That's smart.
2: Yeah, so that's where we'll go. All right, so we are talking about episode one, and then we'll, we'll go into episode two. I think my first thing overall is, is it's weird that there's two episodes for this. It actually – it actually weirded me out that there's two episodes instead of a, a feature length pilot to this. What did you guys think about that?
0: Well, I think it kind of is a feature length. It's just kind of like this is a, a literally a separate movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? In narratively speaking, anyway. Um, so, this really, I don't think it has much to do with the rest of the series moving forward, other than just it, it's developing her backstory. Yeah. and, Of course, setting up. You know the the main. Uh, uh, the main war that's going to be going on throughout the first season anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, there there are a lot of series that do like an extra long pilot um, and sometimes they break it up into two episodes. Frequently, it's like part one and part two though. So this is a little bit different that it has two different episode titles. Um, and again, like you guys but have it, said, I feel like we still haven't even seen the pilot anyway. But, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. I,
2: I think this is the first casualty of CBS All Access though. We had, they did it. The, the pilot of the show, is a gimmick to get them on CBS all access because the first half was aired. Right. And then it's not part one. It is episode one. And then it's split to be put on, on CBS all access. It should be, it should be a full hour and a half long movie and it's just not
0: right. Yeah. But I think also, and again, this is kind of what they're going for. They want this star Trek to feel different and then it's going to be serialized. So in, in, in other Star Trek series, it would have been a to be continued. A the end of this first episode is very much a best of both worlds moment, right? Sure. I mean, we We've get engaged Klingons. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And so the the I think what they're trying to set you, us up for, all of us, is that this is going to be happening every single week. We're going to want to come back. There's not going to. It's not going to be the one or two episodes or three episodes that are connected it's the entire series yeah. is going to be connected now. And so why would we say part one and part two? Why uh, can't Then it would have to be part five and part six and part seven. Sure. It's just going to have to be one story. We're going to tell the serialized. It's going to go throughout the entire season. I can get, I what get what I behind that. This. I get behind yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think it was nefarious, except for the fact it's definitely when you only show the first part and it's a cliffhanger yeah. and you have to pay for the second part. Yeah. Wait, so I mean, they didn't on.
1: air the second episode? No. In fact, Uh my my parents,
2: yeah, I think my parents weren't, didn't know that you had to switch over. They watched the first half and then, and then had to switch over after that. Um, But Mm. it's, you know, whatever I can, I can get behind that. I mean, I was already on, we we streamed the whole thing. We never, I never watched it on TV anyway, but it was just, yeah. One of those things I thought, you know, that's, that's a little, that's a little underhanded. I wanted the full, the full two hour movie uncut. You know, they could have even put them together on you know, CBS all access is an uncut thing, but whatever. Right. Some that's, sure. that's a nitpicky thing. I can, I can get beyond it. <laughs> all right. So we're in episode one, the Vulcan. Yeah. Hello by, uh, Brian Fuller and Akiva Goldsman. The stories by Brian Fuller directed by David, David Simmel, who I looked him up actually. And he directed the pilot of, uh, I just lost it. I, I forgot to write it down it, but it was a, it was a decently big show. He directed the pilot of, and he's, he's gone on and directed a, a bunch of other things as well. Um, i'm i'm not usually i think going to do this whole star date thing but i thought it was really interesting they they mentioned very specifically it's stardate 1207.3 which is uh may 11th 2256 she specifically says that that is two years after the cage the first pilot of the original series so somewhere out there you know chris chris pike is is flying around with spock on the enterprise just yeah. to put us in a time period of where we're of where we're going here. But it is. still
0: still blows my mind that, right? that, that this is concurrent. This is happening yeah. at the yeah. exact same time. <laughs> I love it.
2: I love it. And I could get behind Pike even. You know, them mention, mentioning Pike being in a battle with the Klingons or something. That would be kind of cool. But yeah. we don't need to see him. And we don't need. We've already covered that. We don't need to see Kirk or Spock or anything. So Please no. Yeah. um, So it starts out. It starts out in Klingon. Yes. Which is kind of cool and this really ominous neat speech um that that leads into it's this very very you know they are coming atom by atom they will coil around us and take all that we are it's this very intense speech of um you know on the on the klingon ship speaking to his warriors what did you think just about how it kicked off
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was beautiful. The, uh, the coming out of his eye uh, was just a really neat shot to begin the series with. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's a lot of those close-ups on eyes. It's I think a you motif this throughout your... this
2: whole thing is eyes, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It was very similar to, to what Lost decided to do. And we've got a few folks, I think, that are tangentially, you know, associated with Lost uh, in and around <laughs> this stuff. But, you know, that's – that's yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I the. The the crux of this episode, the last line that he says here, "We come in peace," is a lie. Yeah, i i tr- I really did try to like enjoy that. I thought that was, but I I guess is this a thing that Starfleet has said before? Right. Is this something they always say? How would he, how how does he know that to predict this? That that is those are the words that are going to unite the Klingon people. So I I found that a little yeah. kind of uh what did we say hand wavy it's like it's okay um it'll come to pay off so i enjoyed where we started the the culture is awesome yep the costuming's great the actual set looks cool but um that moment i don't know what did you guys what did you think about that melody like the the speech and like specifically like ending on we come in peace like what were you what did you think of that well
1: Uh, overall, I thought the scene was great and I was, you know, I was a little bit nervous because I was like, "All right, we're going straight into the Klingons and I might hate this and I might hate the whole show right in this moment because obviously they look a little different, whatever, whatever. But I was totally in. Like, I thought it was just very engaging right from the very beginning. The we come in peace thing, I mean, I feel like that's a common thing that good people say to alien races, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that the Federation really says it, but uh, you know, yeah. it didn't bother me too much.
2: Well, and then she says it later on. And so right. I was like, well, at least I guess somebody has said it in the past. You know, we haven't seen it. We never see Kirk say it. or But, you know. Anybody. So, it's somebody just in the past sci-
0: has. It's just a little sci-fi yeah. trope. It's almost like he could You're have right. said, take me to your leader. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I he was thought like, that. Maybe
1: he has some sort of magical foreseeing, foresight. We don't know. They've, they've, maybe they've watched old episodes.
2: Yeah, they they watch old like '50s uh, sci-fi that right. they've like stolen from Earth somewhere, and right. and that's what they think they say. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. happens. Guys, we're we're figuring all this out right now. This is good. <laughs> um, so yeah, moving. Well, let's let's take this time just because we might as well do it now. The the look of the Klingons. You know, we've seen clips of them. We saw them in trailers yeah. before. It's a it is more. It's a more radical change than I think I had realized from yeah. just the trailers. What did you guys think about that? I mean, especially coming from from TNG or, or, or from Deep Space Nine, uh, Melody, they are, the Klingons had changed their look from the original series. What's, you know, they changed it again now. What do you think about that?
1: Right. I mean, you know, obviously we've seen the Klingons change from several times. So it's not, I feel like if they're going to go back to this, time in history like they have some wiggle room because of the whole genetic mutation whatever whatever thing yeah. they explain don't explain whatever so I'm okay with them taking the liberty I I think what I was looking for was less about the look and more about like the heart like are they actually embodying the heart of the Klingons that we now know and love um, right. and I feel like uh, yeah like huh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not perfectly, but enough yeah. to where I'm like, okay, I'll continue to invest in this new, you know, exp- or this new um whatever, exploration of this race. Sure. Um it, I I don't feel like it like landed perfect for me, but it was good enough that it didn't bother me. I'll, sure. I'll say it that way.
2: Cool. Yeah, I I I think the heart of them is fine. I I I think I agree with you. They i'm looking forward to seeing more i think they're the most explored race we've ever seen in star trek uh, up until this point so there's actually i'm i was kind of wondering where they would go you know how, how where else do you deepen this race that's been deepened so much um for us and actually i think they tie into the to the next generation this whole um like takuma is basically the second coming of kals which yeah. next generation talks about later on and i want to say it's in isn't in birthright. It's it's one of the ones where it's, it's the one where Kaelas comes back. They're talking about this prophecy right. of him coming back, and he you know Tukovma says he did, and basically in him. So ah, I could deal with it. I, I think it was I think it was cool, and I think they're properly on, ominous. I think their makeup is terrible, however.
1: Yeah, I mean I I'm not I'm not a fan of the luck. Look, I would rather just see Klingons that I know. Uh, that's what I would yeah. rather see. But I can deal with this. I think like. I was also hoping, and I know this is just, you know, two episodes or whatever, and we have hopefully many seasons to explore them, but yeah. I was hoping that it just wouldn't be like the Klingons are the bad guys and they just love war. Like, I wa- I still want depth because they obviously have depth beyond just, yeah. you know, being evil and wanting to be pure and whatever. So I hope that we yeah. get to see some of that too. I anticipate that we will. Look at me yeah. and like saying all, being all hopeful and see? giving them some credit. I don't know. Look at in the future. <laughs>
0: Hey, why not? Why not? All right, that's enough with the Klingons. I'm right. fine with them. Whatever. I, I, whatever. I, I they're going to do what they're going to do. I'm cool with it. I, yeah. I, I, think they, they're ominous. They're a good bad guy for the moment. Yeah. And they're going to serve serve the season well. I, I
2: think, think it's yeah. I think it's going to do well. So then we switch out to Captain uh, Philippa Giorgio and Commander Michael Burnham on a desert planet, and they're yes. they're just walking and they're just talking, and it's. I love the introduction to these two characters. What do you guys think about that? I think it, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this particular uh, sequence. It felt very much like a a relationship that has been going on for for many years. Um, they have kind of a shorthand with one another. They are comfortable. Obviously, you know, there's they're captain and commander, so they have that kind of. Um, uh, chain of command going on, but they're also friends, uh, yep. and they they have a little bit of trust built up in one in each other. And this comes back back into play at the end of the episode, yeah. of course. Um, so I I liked how the beginning of this kind of um, or at the end of the, uh, episode two as well. Um, one of the things that I still bothers me though, and I mentioned this to Melody while we were watching this uh, these episodes, is that I do not get why Starfleet feels it's a good idea for the captain and the first uh, officer yeah. <laughs> to beam down to these really dangerous places by themselves. I just don't, but I don't understand now. it. They huh? can,
2: they can now because in at like, just like an enterprise and just like in the original series, they did that all the time. And then they yeah. have yeah. to hang their hat on it in next generation in the pilot they you know Riker finally says to to Picard I I got in trouble like my captain like hated right. me because I stopped him I pulled you know general order whatever to stop him from going on an away mission and yeah. Picard's like yeah you better do that for me too and I'm going to I'm going to fight you on it because you know kirk is this cowboy you know beaming everywhere being stupid and you know being brave and the hero but being reckless like you said yeah they're still doing that here and they can now because it's it works in canon i was down with that i'm fine eh,
0: they can but i still but should they? It still no. makes no sense to me <laughs> i mean w- w- you know just because you can doesn't mean you should right, right? right um right. so yeah i enjoyed it the the creature design here was yep. really cool yep uh i hope we come back to these guys we probably never will see them again no but they look neat uh the egg sack yep. thing uh finding the well um shooting another the thing, well
2: as you do you know yes yeah,
0: as you do <laughs> uh, and the one of the things and then i'll uh, obviously to you melody or whatever or whatever you thought but one of the things that kind of bothered me a little bit and I know i'm being overly critical here. But uh, I think this is probably something both of you are going to say. That's why we're um, here.
2: We're here to be overly critical. It's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I, I really did like this show, if you haven't already told. But th- this is the one of the things I was just like, I feel like they're trying to grasp – on to nostalgia and get us to connect with these characters quickly by using shorthand that we're all familiar with. Yeah. And I really don't feel like they earn, even though they're trying to say they have a relationship and that is her calling Michael number one. Yes. I like, hated that. that. Like, <laughs> I hated why? it. I love
2: it. I'm, no. I'm, no. it. Nope, I'm fine. No. And And here's why they, they obviously met captain Pike and saw his number one, and she's like, "That's a great idea. I'm gonna do it too." <laughs> I no, just, I, no,
0: no, man.
2: I'm down because also, also, Picard did it too. You know,
0: I know. That's why I'm saying it's shorthand. It literally, it's it's playing on us as uh, as fans having a familiarity with that phrase. And the moment she said it, it was like sounds better when Picard says it. Just don't. Oh, yeah, don't everything lie. sounds you know, better Picard, when Patrick Stewart say says it, words. though. <laughs> yeah exactly make exactly make it so like there was one moment when i thought for sure anthony michael hall uh who plays an <laughs> admiral i thought for sure he was going to grab the bottom of his mm-hmm. shirt and pull, pull, and, up pull a it card. and i was like don't you do it don't you do it and he didn't so i was but it would look like he was about to go for it so yeah i just i just felt like that was a little cheap if i was being honest <laughs> all
2: right i get, so I agree <laughs> wow wow guys why do you hate this show so much <laughs> oh gosh uh no, I'll, I'll give you that one. I, I think that um, I I don't. In fact, I think they said a long time ago that that like before they announced her name, I think they just called her number one. So maybe I was ready for it. Um, uh. But uh, I might maybe I'm putting that in there. But I think that's what I what I heard. Um, yeah, I, I I'll give you that shorthand. There's there's a couple of other small things like I was waiting for her to say, um, like engage or something like that. You know, or or beam me up shenzo or, or whatever but it's uh yeah i was i was okay i'm fine with it yeah yeah what did you think a tiny little thing but a, a couple of people have specifically said this they, they said it on twitter and, and a couple of people said it to me the the starfleet delta that they were walking across in the sand was that too on the nose was that just
1: like hey guys we're star trek it's fine like they're i waving literally at the almost got up and walked out of the room <laughs> i was did. so mad Like, honestly, I hated this whole scene. I hated the whole scene. I thought it was really... Yep, the whole thing. Uh. I I don't mind the idea of it. I just thought the execution was bad because, you know, I, I understand that they have to introduce these characters and, like, establish their relationship. And I get that they were trying. It just didn't work for me personally. But I was trying to... I was like, all right, this isn't necessarily working yet, but... You're figuring out yourselves. I get it. I'll walk with you. Fine. That's a cool alien you made there. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can see that alien again. That's cool. Oh, wait. What are you doing? You're walking. You're making a Starfleet insignia in the sand? That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be critical of the whole thing, but this particular instance really pissed me off a lot. I don't – under. I, that's just so dumb. I don't even have – I can't – I don't understand. Anyway.
0: So I, I, I feel the opposite. I liked it a lot. I love seeing that ship fly through the clouds. Right. Yes. And then the then ship seeing flying them through beam the clouds up.
1: was great. Hey, they walked had, in the sand and made a Starfleet insignia. What had, in the world? Excuse me.
0: Excuse me. You had your moment to speak. <laughs> now let me talk. <laughs> Kids, Look, kids. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. Seeing the star, f- the, seeing the Shinzu fly through the clouds, come out. That's such a cool moment to reveal uh, the ship itself. And then it, you know, the camera stays stagnant as the ship just moves away. And then we see what she had done. Come on, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. It just shows that she's thinker. She's not quite a Kirk. <laughs> she's more of a Picard. And I was like, yes. And i have Picard a would
1: never have done that. Picard, Picard wouldn't.
2: That. He wouldn't have been allowed to go on the planet, so it's fine. <laughs> That's
0: right. Yes, you, you, need, you need to stay on the ship, sir, and negotiate, please, because no he one didn't else take. Negotiates like you.
2: He didn't take the class that was like how to create a Starfleet insignia, like tracking <laughs> course that they no. yeah. that they have at the at the academy. No. I, wow, I thought this was going to be a small little like yes or no thing. And you guys, uh, wow, this is, Sorry. this is divisive. Wow. No, this is hey, okay. This is what
0: happens when we get a, a married couple on. We man. just got we, real. We, we have our, <laughs> we have our, we have our disagreements yeah. and we're going to bring it, we're going to bring it real and raw to oh, you. Yeah. Come oh, come on.
1: I, <laughs> you agreed with me that that was Cheesy. No.
0: Yes, I did not. you I did. It. I remained silent. You in had an
1: uncomfortable you... moment of panic, <laughs> like, oh, no, maybe this show is actually going She's to be terrible. It. Yes, you did. I know you did. But that <laughs> was right, well, a terrible let's, let's, idea. Let's, let's okay,
0: move let's to the let's next thing that. that happened, which is the main title sequence and the theme.
2: The main title sequence, which blew my mind. It blew yes. my mind. I loved That's it. Right. There's one thing I, I, I wanted out of it, but what, what did you guys think about it? I, I loved it. There's only one thing I had a pro- not a problem with just that, that I might have wanted, but what about you guys? What did you think?
1: I loved it. It made, awesome. me, it made me get a little weepy. I had watched yeah. it before the yeah. show, so I was, I had already seen that part, but um, yeah, I feel like it's very respectful to all of the previous title sequences, which I have always loved. Um, yep. Like I, I, I get still get teary at the DS9 title sequence all right. every time. And Voyager, like I don't so yes, I loved it. I thought it was very respectful. I feel like I will I will internalize this music into my heart. Maybe. Yep. Unless they keep making com badges in the sand. Anyway.
0: <laughs> that they're gonna do that every single every, episode. Uh, yeah, every episode. Yeah, they have to now. It's just a thing they're gonna have to do. No, I loved it. I, I've seen it probably thirty times. I've nice I, Music is my deal, it's my jam, and yep. then also, obviously, the, the title sequences of, of Star Trek are always something that I just adore, and I thought they did a great job here. Uh, I really did. Now, when they released these titles on, um, like, a few hours before the show aired, they didn't have any actual titles, any actual credits right, right. on them, and seeing the credits on them uh, I noticed a couple things, but I I'll do that after you give your reaction, Tyler. I want to hear what you have to say first, and then I will go.
2: I think I think it's a reflection of the time. I mean, it very much feels like a modern, mm-hmm. um, you know, main not mainstream, but a modern premiere show. You know, we it's it's games yeah. of Games of Thrones, Game of thrones Thronesy. It's um, the Night of E, It's you know, it's it's a little bit of each of those those big things that are that are coming out. But then. Um, but I think it's it's weaving in of the original Alexander Courage theme um, that is especially the way that it ends on that. And, oh yes. and it feels yes. very, it feels very original series. Um, it's not as orchestral uh, as as Deep Space Nine or Voyager, so I wouldn't say it's my favorite theme. Again, maybe it could grow on me, you know, later. But um, but it's still I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic theme. I think it's minimalist, which is awesome. They didn't go overboard. Because everybody's gonna do those comparisons, um, yeah. And I think I would have liked, I, I maybe would have liked a transition into a starfield or, um, you know, flying. You know, that that it transitions into a real ship. You know, because it's this sketch, these sort of sketch diagram-y thing, which is so right. cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then and then like you know it it, you know, transitions into real space and warps off. I think I would have liked that. But again, that's. I, in no way did I dislike it
0: I, I really really liked it so now is that was that your one complaint that you're saying yeah that you was my sure? my tiny okay. little
2: thing and it was more of just all the other ones have done this but you know you know enterprise had had faith of the heart so I, I can't I yeah. can't knock yeah, this I one at
1: all uh, grew, yeah, that, that grew on bad. me too
0: but it still is it's it is the definitely yeah. the the weird that
1: never grew on me. me that's probably the single reason why i never really loved oh. that show <laughs> it, it grew on me and then season three and four they like added
2: they made this like disco version of it yes so made it, it even I was,
1: worse oh it was like, awful
0: like sped it up a little bit oh, it was you know? so bad
1: so bad uh, so what, what here's were you the thing
0: say? here's the thing that i noticed about this and i'm i'm hoping things don't change too much but brian fuller yep uh, the, his credits were executive producer, yep. created by, yep. teleplay by, and story by.
2: Well, teleplay by was because he wrote this, I think, this episode and the next one, or at least partially wrote the next one.
0: Right. So I'm just hoping that this th- this, this feeling continues. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, gotcha. it's not something, because obviously he departed the show. Right. Um, so anyway, that's that was my only one thing while I was watching this. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Brian Fuller was intimately connected with yeah with the show the DNA at the starting of the show. I hope it does not shift too much after his departure. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, that's that's a good point and I mean he I think he'll probably stay as executive producer at least for this season because he yeah. he probably conceived of the overall arc and stuff like that. Um, and then you know when they get there their heads on straight, and they invite him back to showrun for the next season. Then you know that'll be that'll be the best part. So
0: you know. There you go. Done. Thank you. I will believe in what you are saying, sir. I buy it.
1: Chris, you All stole right, a little of my hope there, but Tyler rekindled it. So <laughs> it's it's happening. <laughs> you know, if only
2: we believe, then then that's that's the way it will be. I'm the, the way hope work. stealer. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's move forward. So the we're back on the Shinzo. It's they get uh, they've gotten a um what are they they're it's a satellite or something like that that they're repairing right damaged and relay a damaged relay and we get this just awesome shot of the binary star system where we stay for the rest of the time um and and I knew that you know that was a little bit of the problem with knowing the title of the next episode cuz I was like oh gosh they're at the binary stars there's going to be a battle there next next episode so that was kind of that kind of neat mm-hmm. but um I, I loved that. I loved the uh, the fact that, you know, she has to – you know, they spot this unknown object, this, this thing that's got a, a scattering field, which I think essentially we later find out is, is basically a cloak, right? And um, because we do see some cloaks later on. And, you know, of course, Michael Burnham, being the awesome person that she is, needs to get into a, a thruster pack and go explore it, you know, manually because they can't yes. fly into this field.
0: Yeah, I found it interesting. They use a lot of exposition in the speech between the captain Michael and Saru. Oh, Saru is that? S- yeah, Saru um, is.
2: Is it Saru or Saru? I think it's Saru. Saru.
0: I don't know. Whatever. I the the a big, tall dude with hooves. Oh, um I loved him a little bit. I loved him. <laughs> yes, I did too. Melody, you said I, something about I him, right? I did too.
1: I will say, like, I I didn't know about a new species, and I'm still against that. Yeah, but yeah. like I probably liked him the best of any character that we saw in these two episodes. Yeah, so Yeah.
0: he was he was actually really good. He grew on me yeah. quite quickly. And I feel I like he has a, a groove
1: correct. of like who he is yeah. more than anybody else. Now, yeah. granted, we might not see many anybody else's, but even more than Michael Burnham, I I really liked him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just found it interesting that I didn't feel like, um, specifically with the captain and Michael in this scene, that if you knew somebody for seven years, you wouldn't talk the way that they were talking to one another, it felt very exposition heavy. Like, I'm gonna now tell you what species Saru is. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, she would have known that a month at the very latest into their relationship, not seven years into it. I
2: thought they played that one off nicely, though, and and specifically, and I, I didn't write that exact quote down, but it was like, uh, he's he's a Kelpian. Everything he says is uh, is it um, ominous? Uh, um, is yes. it ominous? Uh, I and think I, that's the I oh malicious. Uh, yeah, he thinks everything. Oh malicious. He thinks everything's, everything's malicious. malicious, and and I was like. Well, that was exactly what I predicted when we when we talked last. I was like, they're gonna play him off. He's gonna sound all ominous, and they're like, this dude sees death everywhere. Right. You know, and he's right, right. this one time. He's they, a scaredy cat. Yes, yeah. I I love that.
0: And 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 that was kind of a neat conversation. I I definitely got the feeling. That Michael and Saru are brother and sister, basically. Yeah. They're trying to get the love. And of she's their mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so they're just arguing with one another, and <laughs> you know, it was just hilarious the way that uh, the wise captain parsed that out, which was, "You want to join her?" And he was like, "No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good right here. <laughs> that was I don't, so good. <laughs> I will never put myself in danger if I yep. don't have to." Yep. Yeah. That was good. That was a good. That was a good scene. But there were just a couple of exposition moments where I'm just like, I feel like you could have handled that a little bit better, but yeah, it's fine. It's good.
2: Yeah, that was that was the first, yeah, the first bridge crew scene, the first family scene, you know, and we do get some some decent banter. Um, it almost felt Voyager-ish, you know, where there's they bantered a lot on Voyager. And, yes, and I liked that. I liked – we see Seven Years because you know all the other ones we have to we have to see these crews coming together for the first time and they're figuring each other out. These guys have figured each other out already, and yeah. they're living together, you know. So I, thought that I also was great.
0: like I also like Serus clicks too. Yeah, that he makes. Yeah. Whenever he like, he ever gets like frustrated or uh, you know a- upset or whatever, yep. he always makes that kind of yep. noise before he actually starts into his dialogue. I thought that was a cool little detail. And, and I did
2: like I see that. that he literally has his hackles raised at one point? Doesn't he, something yeah. come out when he f- gets freaked out? That yeah. was kind of
0: neat. Yeah.
2: Yep. I I like it. So as much as I philosophically disagree with stop like. Stop introducing new characters in prequels or new new aliens in prequels. Just yeah. stop it, please. We he could have been an Andorian. He could have been something else, but as if they got to do it, I, I liked what he what he was. Yeah. Just like I love Flocks. Great.
0: So one quick thing, and this I may edit this out of the of the show, but sure. did it bother anybody else and maybe maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. But wasn't Data the first android on to serve on a starship and Starfleet? Yeah. yeah, but they wasn't were, there an that, android? That on other guy was a bridge? cyborg.
2: No, he was he was straight up lobot from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. He was okay. he was Lando's little buddy with the with the okay. headset thing. That's unclear to me, like Okay. Yeah. whatever. Well, I, guess. I feel like they
1: didn't explore it enough to give us enough information to have an opinion no. on it. Like it was just this right. right. little yeah. thing a couple times. Yeah. So. He's a cool a,
2: looking dude who died so I yeah we right. don't
0: have to worry. If this was Star Wars he'd be an action figure and that was pretty much would yeah. be pretty much it would be yeah. That's exactly. True. That's true. Uh
2: cool. no I I noticed that too and and it was they've got a couple of other ones like the lady who's the helmsman um on the Shenzo. I think she's back on the Discovery and she's got something when we see her, the redhead when we see her again, she's got some kind of cybernetic thing. Um, huh. On the discovery, I think it's the same character, but you know, I guess we've only seen the preview, so we'll see. Um, we'll see.
0: Yeah. All right, Michael goes out on this inner suit, right? Yep. She decides that she's gonna go rogue. Yep. And, very,
2: uh, very motion picture. I liked that. Very, you know, we get the the thruster suit. I thought that was pretty cool. Although yeah. we get the weird remote control. Is this who you were talking about? Did I misunderstand you? Is this this who you're talking about? The guy with the helmet on who was piloting her was that I thought that was just an interface or were you talking about the guy who's got the thing around the back of his head
0: no I was talking about the you, the cyborg No, you were saying the cyborg right yeah, yeah I was saying I was saying the the android the one that had like a screen for a face it looked that like guy, a, he looked like he was a, was daft a punk
2: yes yeah I think that was just a helmet um t- that was that was a um a piloting interface that was to like manually pilot her that's that's how I read that he also he had, had it on stuff. the
0: entire time. He had he had it on even after like in the in, in the the, right. the fight sequence. Are you sure? And he, and he had like the like he had like stuff wires. on his fingers too. Yeah. yeah, wires going to his fingers. Okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe, I I, I just I watched, go back and look at it. Yeah. Maybe maybe I, maybe I missed something. It seemed to me as though that was the android, and I was like I. I Man, I thought data was like the first one. It was like a big deal.
2: It was. Well, they do. That would, if if not, like let's talk about some canon problems. That would negate measure (laughs) of a man. That would negate quite a few things. But so I'm going to take it to be some dude was wearing a weird helmet. That's that's. Okay, cool. You're
0: probably right. You're probably right. All right. So anyway, let's go back to Michael. She's in a suit. She's She's going out.
2: She's flying through through uh, the asteroid field. She lands on the sarcophagus ship, which is cool. Which is really really great. And she runs into a gigantic. Klingon,
0: yes. So yeah, that was that was cool. The torch bearer, the is torch bearer. Yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was an interesting sequence. It went by way too fast, and it right. took me a second to realize what had happened. Yep. Yeah.
1: I thought
2: so she got stabbed. You?
0: Actually, you know, so she
2: she turns on her thrusters and she she you know propels herself at him. I thought I just you know it, it went by a little fast, and I and then she, you know she careens off into the to space. I was like, Oh shoot, did she get stabbed? That's you know, that's gonna be way crazier but then, you know, she stabs she rammed his bath batleth into him.
0: Yeah. I hated no,
1: the it I followed it fine. I didn't think it was particularly fast. I I, I knew that he was yeah. the one that got stabbed. I thought it was cool. It was very cool. It looked amazing. The whole yeah. ship thing looked amazing. Uh he was creepy and scary Yeah, he died. And that was like pretty crazy to kill a Klingon. So Yeah. I liked it. At this point, I forgot about the Star Trek insignia in the sand and decided to care about what was happening. So, there you oh, go. It was a good moment. moment for me. That's
2: right. The uh, I we're gonna see him again later, but I hated the Bat'leth. I hated it. Like, I thought it looked terrible. Uh, it was. It didn't look like a Bat'leth. I was like, if if they didn't call it what the, what it was, right. I would say, why are they holding? Why aren't they holding a Batlith? Um, yeah. I felt like they. No. That was a design. It was, it was a blade the way that it was. Now it's like these, it's like spiky, he's like curvy spikes he's holding.
0: Yeah, but maybe it's a, 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 a batleth of a certain particular house. Let's the hope the different houses have.
2: So. I don't know. <laughs> let's hope you know, so. Let's hope
0: so. Well, one of the things I liked about the sequence, and this might be like a nerdy techie thing, but yeah, I really is. enjoyed how they used familiar sound effects. Uh, yes. I don't know if you realize when she first took off in that suit, there was the sound of uh, the door chime I yeah. think from TNG that happened and I was like w- okay all right that's interesting yeah. so oh, I, it was I, everywhere the, throughout the yeah, whole thing the whole, the whole the whole I loved how they kind of used familiarity and changed them up just a little bit to to make them sound but you you it's 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 definitely star trek yep. you are you're hearing yeah. so that's cool
2: it was very much the original series bridge sounds all the way throughout it i thought that yeah. was that was cool the red that's alert true. was the original one they even had the same I think the red alert sign, as in the movies. Uh, the movies, like, yeah. So that was cool. I, I appreciated that. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we we uh, let's see. Oh, I lost my place. She, oh, she kills the dude. She yes. Uh, then oh, and then we get we see what happens to dead Klingons, and that right. that was, or dead Klingons on this ship. Yeah. Super cool. Like, really great deepening of of Klingon culture. I thought was the the dead go into battle with them by you know being. Buried in this sarcophagus thingy, I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, very Klingon. It, yeah. It would de- it's definitely something that fits into their uh, into their culture, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, anything else about about where we are right now? About the uh, you know her her killing the one Klingon and the the dead Klingons, anything like that?
0: No, no. I just the the next sequence is an interesting. We get she our first.
2: Up, so. Yeah, we get
0: our first flashback.
1: Well, I mean, I I had already heard from from your podcast that her, that she was raised by Serik so there you, go. you know i i was yep. anticipating something similar to that so it, it, you know it was cool to see i don't uh, okay her it, her in general her character in general like i'm still my jury's still out about her like i feel like they're going to do a good enough job that's going to make me care about her story and like her as the anti-hero that she is but at this point in the show, I was still kind of just like.
0: Well, we we should describe I, I think I keep forgetting that we probably should describe what we're talking about yeah, as we're going true. through it, because um, people may not know kind of what we're talking about. But there's a there, there's a flashback that shows Michael as a young child in a Vulcan uh, Academy, uh, I guess. Uh, for Very like the, the, the similar word. to
2: what we saw in the first uh, the, the yep. Star Trek 2009 Right. And in the yes. animated series, by the way, it's in there too.
0: And so she's going through a quiz and uh, they begin asking her questions about uh, a particular um, military strike or terrorist strike, I guess, by the Klingons yeah. on a outpost. And it is apparent that she has some connection with that that outpost because she's not able to answer the questions about that particular t- moment in history. It uh, becomes very emotional yeah. and screams at the um, – uh, at the computer to stop and at that moment we see Sarek yeah. and uh, Sarek then has a conversation with her about basically uh, that, that that her, her she, I, she says something about needing to learn Vulcan and yeah. then he says it's not your your human tongue that's the problem it's your human heart Yeah, that's the problem uh, so that was interesting yeah that was a good scene sorry, sorry to cut you off Millie but I just want to make sure that we kind of understood where we were so please continue yeah I
1: mean so like I said I I'm still deciding if I care very much about her human heart. <laughs> I'm trying Yeah.
0: To. Yes,
2: that's a good point. I thought it explained nicely kind of the way she talks up until this point. She's been very, very logical, you know, very Spock in many ways of uh, she gives like very precise measurements mm-hmm. or, or, you know, when they're talking about the storm coming in to see them. And so it, it, you know, she could be Vulcan. If you didn't know better, she could be Vulcan in how she speaks, you know. And then we get some more of her background, and and you know, beginning of the next episode, there's there's we that deepens even more. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm still having a hard time with her being having anything to do with Serik.
0: Yeah, all. it 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 doesn't feel necessary to no. anything other than just like I was talking about before, nostalgia. Right. Other than just having a direct connection with the bloodline of. The original series, yeah, uh, quite literally. That's the only, the only reason why to have her in it, and I I think it. I'm not sure it adds anything to the actual overall feeling of the show. Right, I agree. Yeah.
2: So uh, Michael wakes up. So she, uh, we get this brief flashback. She wakes up. She's in a medical pod. She's covered in radiation burns. uh, And looks terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's real bad. Uh, The pod thing. It kind of reminded me of Alien a little bit because she's also. Or uh, not alien. Prometheus. It reminded me of that a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. I but uh,
2: she, you know, she goes to the bridge. We find out uh, she informs them about the Klingons. The Klingons are coming, and it's really terrible. Well,
0: but before we move on, I want to say one thing about this sequence. So she w- runs in. Uh, Michael runs into the bridge. She's look. She looks crazy. Oh, she looks terrible. Yeah. And 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 crazy. And they're like, you need to go back to sickbay. And she's like, why aren't we re- at red alert? Why are we not? red alert and the captain's like, what are you talking about? Everything's right. fine. everything's gonna be okay. Um, and this moment reminded me of specifically all good things um, in that when a crew has a trust with one another, mm-hmm. even when they say crazy things, um, yeah. they they trust one another because they have a past. And I love this moment when Michael turns to the captain and says, we need to be, you know, we, we, we need to, you know, be at full red alert. We need to, you know, raise shields and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and the captain looks at her for a beat and says, yeah, I'm going to trust you. Even though it's been a 100 years since we've seen the Klingons, even though it seems nuts and crazy that it would happen here now, she turns around on her heels and says, red alert, yep. and everything goes again. I'm just like, that gave me, that was one of the moments that gave me goosebumps yep. because that's what I love about Star Trek is that they – they trust one another. I feel yeah. like there's so many shows nowadays that are so um, uh, oh, what's the word? Um, you know, not trusting of one another. There's, they're there's always, paranoid
2: almost. Par-
0: yeah, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's you know out to do the worst. And I don't know if I should trust you. I don't know. Um, this at least there's that moment of trust of saying red alert, and that comes back to Biter later in the episode yeah. too, which is quite good. Oh, so yeah. I just I love. That moment, that just small little moment. So sorry, continue. But oh yeah, and then she says, at the end of this though, she says, "We have engaged the Klingons."
2: The Klingons.
0: It was very good. That was my. I think that was my
2: first real goosebumps moment. Like, not like where I was fully in and fully saying, "Yep, okay, this is it now," because they are. Yeah, it it was very best of both worlds.
0: We have engaged the
2: Klingons. It's happening now, yeah. and yeah, it's it's great. I think it, I think it worked very very well.
0: Yeah, because what what do they do again? They they turn the phasers or they call it phase cannons. I yeah, think we haven't gotten what,
2: phasers yet. Somehow, even the, whatever, that's fine.
0: Phase cannons yeah. on the 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 apparition or whatever it's happening. Yeah. and then the Klingon. Ship decloaks, yeah, right yeah. in front of them. So then she sends that that the we have engaged the Klingons to the Starfleet. Yeah,
2: yeah. So then then we shift over to the Klingon ship, and yes, we get we Takuvma again, and he's he's talking about you know now we have to replace the torchbearer because um, he'd been killed, and um, they need to they need to light the beacon which he calls the light of Kales, which was kind was really cool. I like this whole super mythologizing, you know, Kalos, even more than we know, like it's like all of them are Worf. If Worf was never in Starfleet, like Worf is the most Klingon Klingon that's ever been a Klingon, you know, (laughs) um, and, and super religious and, and way more concerned with honor than any other Klingon. Really, you know, all the other Klingons want nominal honor. Worf cares about true honor to the detriment of himself. And Takuvma is walking around, you know, this Messiah figure and, Really trying to. This is. I want to say this is the first time we really see his plan to unite everybody. You know, he's wanting to unite the Klingon Empire, and you see his fanatical
0: followers. Yeah. Um, with this, so we've got, which they don't particularly seem yeah. to be all that into it. Uh, he seems to be the one who is true, like all about it, and then everybody else is like, yeah, it's a good idea, and then in the scene he yeah. says. All right, well, then we need a new torchbearer. Someone needs to do it, yeah. Yeah, and the – what is it? The brother of um, Mm – The the original torchbearer. Yeah, he's like, you know, I I like what you say. Yeah. It seems like a good idea. Yep. But I'm not totally down for this job. And, you know, Takuba's like, okay, what? Yeah. And then Volk shows up, right? And he's crazy. yes. Yeah, I'm. He's I'm the guessing fanatical he's the, follower. He's the big bad, right? He's like, he's like after you know, after the the, the 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 conclusion of these episodes. Yeah, he is going to be the big bad for the rest of the series, right? Because I think he is. I think Takuvma has at least kind of uh, his bearings. But I'm not totally sure Volk does. Yeah. I think he's going to be the true believer. Right. The uh the David Miscavige yeah. to L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> 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 uh, so so you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. the one who's gonna take the the, the, the belief system yeah. and just totally turn it into a you know, a fist. Because
2: even though Takuma has this Messiah complex, he's you're right, he's still it's not as much He's not the crazy one. Like, he at least has a plan. We're right. going to unite the Empire. And I really right. thought I really thought he was the big bad, but, you know, now he's yeah. going to be a martyr. And now Volk right. has a martyr, you know?
0: Yes, exactly. He's, he's more he's because he's, he was the second and he knows yep. everything. And now he's just going to take all that and really run with it, right. which is what I think we're going to be seeing over the this, this series. Absolutely. Right. But anyway, now we're back to here. He just becomes the torchbearer here. Yep. And no one wants him to because they're all racists. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I liked, I like that. What did you guys think with with this whole kind of inner racism that we've never seen in the Klingons before? In this way, this internal racism. I mean,
1: it's hard to, like, form too much of an opinion on it right now because we have never seen the Klingons in this way. These are sort of new Klingons, so...
2: Is, is right. that, that's kind of what I mean, though. Is that a problem that we haven't...
1: I felt like it was a little like off the like it seemed like a little rabbit traily to me and I wasn't like opposed to it, but then that was kind of that and we didn't really revisit it again. So it I, I I didn't love that bit, but you know, it it's all right.
0: Yeah. Well I think I I like it just because we are in a different position in the history of the Klingons because at this moment the Empire is not united. So what what's happening here is we're seeing the the morality of the Klingons, basically. Like yeah. who's in, who's out? Um, what is their rallying cry only Klingon? Isn't that what it what is I it? Think what is so, it again? yeah. Um, and so um he even says uh, later on that all are welcome in his house. Takuvma says everyone yeah. is welcome. Um and so I, what I think what we're seeing is is his willingness to put aside the the house that he's fighting for, and rather put up the mantle of the Klingon people, uh, and and bring all those houses together, no matter who they are, no matter w- where they've come from, uh, or what the society has told them so far. We're going to we're going to ignore all that, and I'm going to unite this against this great evil that I see. Uh, yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing in a microcosm here is that the the outsider will become the leader who will lead the empire.
2: Yeah, that's true. Or whether good or bad, he's going to try, you know, and and there's probably going to be some fracturing, you know, within the empire from near. Yeah, There already
0: is at the end of this. this, Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like it. I'm I'm excited about that. I think, and there's, there's one main one. We saw her, there's going to be another main Klingon who also, you know, she's a woman. So that, that makes her an outsider to these, you know, this big group of guys, um, Laurel, I think, is her name. She was I think she was there, we just didn't she wasn't featured. I would predict that she's gonna be the more even killed one and maybe, you know, try and I don't know but I don't know about going against Volk necessarily, but at least try trying to humanize him or to, to put yeah. him down.
0: So Yeah, that, absolutely. Be voice good. of reason. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then they they let the beacon, you know, the light the beacon lights and it's insane and it blows yeah. everybody's speakers out and it's even vibrating the ship, which says how crazy it is and I thought that was um, a cool moment. He's like, yeah. I did mute it.
0: It's literally right. still going yeah. in yeah. here. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought that was that was great. And so it, it freaks everybody out. You know, Burnham Burnham uh, has to go and uh, go have a chat with uh, with good old stepdad Sarek, After that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it it was it's okay, I guess. I, this is where the episode title comes from. She yeah. has a conversation with. Sarek about the the Vulcan's relationship with the Klingons over the last several hundred years yeah. and how they were able to forge at least a partial peace treaty with them. Yeah. Um and uh, you know Sarek just warns her like, "Hey, listen, just because it worked for us doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Be careful what you do with this information. Probably you shouldn't do anything with it." Um, but Which I'll means you she's anyway. going to
2: go do that right right away. She yeah, exactly. And
0: they don't say in that moment we don't hear what Cerek says to her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, so. I I really
1: okay. I mean I don't want to I don't want to pick it apart too much because I know like this show has lots of places to go that isn't here. But I was really bothered by that only in her character development yeah. because I felt like what she did with that information was not true to the character that they'd been building from the beginning of the show up to that point so then I just felt like confused like okay well that's like an absolute non-logical you know reaction to what Sarek says because he literally tells her probably don't do it it probably won't work and then she throws her entire life and career away to do it so I you know I I, I guess that is like that that is part of the character that they're building like she's not a Vulcan for because uh, up till that point yeah. she's been as right. Much as she's, she's been trying the logical. To be. I have the exact measurements and all that yeah. sort of thing. And you're relating to her as a Vulcan and then she does this thing. And so it threw yeah. me, I didn't like it, but at the same time, I'm like, Okay, well, this is an interesting character. Maybe there's something great yeah. that could happen here.
2: My only I think i felt a lot of the same way that's very non Vulcan even actually backing up to what Sarek is saying that is not a Vulcan way of acting like Vulcans right. don't strike first. come on, um but with her, I actually thought it was very needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. It, hey, if I lose my she says it later on, you know, we'll talk about it in the next episode, but she says I is saving you and the crew and she focuses on Giorgio multiple times you know it's you i was i am trying to save you here yeah um it it outweighs any starfleet uh, philosophy to me
0: i have to disagree i mean and i guess you're kind of more the you're in more of a star trek expert than i am i mean like you are on another level but i think this is the way the vulcans would definitely deal with this especially vulcans from enterprise if i don't if oh, i remember i wouldn't think if i remember correctly yeah. th- those guys just didn't care they don't care about you or anybody else. If it's logical, they're going to do it. And I think they explain it pretty well. Like the Vulcans understood that the only language the Vulcans understand the is violence. Yeah. And so, although it is not the our Klingons. nature, the Klingons. I'm sorry. the only The only the only language they understand is violence. And so, logically, if we're going to survive, not because we think violence is good, but because this is the only way that we will communicate with them. Yeah. We will do this logical thing to save you know, what we're doing, our missions or yeah. whatever it is. I feel like that is something that they would do. I don't feel that was the way out of – I mean, obviously it's not something we think of as Vulcan, but it definitely – I don't know. I, I bought it. Well, and I, guess I guess it,
2: I it is. That. It is very um, – if if this is the only language they understand, it is only logical to speak that language. I guess I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They are pacifists, but, but I guess in this case they – if you can't be, you know, if it's not logical to be, you wouldn't be. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, I, yeah, and I, I think again, like, I think what they're trying to do is actually they are still pacifists in their attacking. Right. Yeah. They they are preserving the larger peace, I guess. Well, well, what I mean is, is I think they realized that if they did this, it would lead to an ultimate peace, which it did. Right. Like, I think, I think, like, we must speak this language. Like, I have to learn it. And now that I've learned it, now I now I have their respect. Yeah. Now I achieve the goal of being a pacifist, Sure. if that makes sense. I know it's weird. Whatever. Well, and, and maybe
2: they know the Klingons will eventually learn that, hey, when we see a Vulcan ship, they're going to attack us, so maybe – and we're going to lose people, so off. maybe it's not worth it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. anyway um, that uh, this, we went down that rabbit hole. Sorry. No, no, that's, that's fine. Um, it, This makes me think really quick of the, the – her discussion with Sarek brings me to a – Another small nitpick thing, which which is the the hologram communicator thing.
0: Yeah, they use mm-hmm. that all over the place
2: I here. Real disagree with it. I, I think there's a whole thing in Deep Space Nine. There's a whole like three four episode arc uh, about how they tried to install this on the bridge of the of the Defiant and it won't work, and yep. it and it stops working over and over and over again. And and it, even then, it's only this little tiny pad right. on yeah. the Defiant bridge and yet 120 yeah. years or however many years before suddenly it's perfectly fine and it works it, it not only does it work it works awesome right
0: so yeah and anywhere yeah. apparently yeah. in a, in a in your bedroom yep. on the bridge and you can interact with your environment like i just
2: huge problem with that but cuz that's just right. it's unnecessary it's awesome it looks beautiful it looks cool yeah.
0: Look, I just, I let it go, man. I was like, I'm in, I actually kind of like this. I, I hope they use it to good effect yeah. later on in the series. I have a weird feeling we'll <laughs> never see it again. I think yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things like, well, cause that's gotta be an expensive thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Maybe, maybe they will, but yeah. Well, that fairly brings us to the
2: end of the episode. You know, they, uh, Let's see. She she has a conversation with Giorgio, saying we should employ the Vulcan hello, which I liked. You know, I liked that. That was cool. Oh, and then I well, I say bring us the end of the episode. Come on. Yeah, there's so a little that, bit here. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they go and meet. She countermands the commander in front of uh, in front of the crew, which is you know horrible. You know, even Riker wouldn't get away with that. And and then she attacks
0: the captain and tries to start a yeah, war with the Klingons. Pretty crazy. Yes. Well, I. Tries to t- tries to stop a war with the Klingons, I think, in her head is what she's true. doing. True, true. But yeah. But yeah, she yeah.
2: commits mutiny. I mean, it is straight up unequivocal mutiny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. There. It, yeah. This is the thing that I thought, though, like, okay, I'd believe it if she has just joined that crew and she's like six right. months in. But I could never see Riker doing well, that, this. Yeah, that's no.
1: what I'm saying. Like, that's why she's this... In- I can't tell if she's a really intriguing character that, like, I want to understand why she would do that or if she's just like a poorly written strange character that I don't like because I don't like that. I won't want to see Riker do that. Like, that's ridiculous. So I don't know. I'm going to refrain too much judgment of her at this time. But.
2: I feel like Kira would have done it. Yeah. No. Kira
0: would. I don't think.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Kira, huh? I yeah. don't know about that, man. Kira would have
0: done after, it I mean, maybe, maybe at the after beginning season, in season yeah. three. She would have done that's one. true.
2: Not in, not in season seven. That's true. She she. And, has and, too much and
0: definitely, you know, in the first couple of episodes of Voyager, I think. Well, sure, um, but these Chakotay people have been yeah. serving
1: together for seven years, so
0: you're right. But, but what I'm saying, over yeah. seven years, yeah. yeah. What? No, at the end of Voyager, would Chakotay ever do that to no. Janeway? Ever for any reason whatsoever? Janeway,
2: no, no. Janeway would say, you know, go get my coffee. He would say, how hot, and you know, he would already know how many sugars yeah. and creams go in it. Well, she wouldn't take sugar and cream, but but I just yeah, I, but a,
0: again, like they they set they set this captain up. What, what's yeah. her name again? I'm sorry, uh, Michelle Yeoh's. So they set her up as being kind of like, a you car. know, huh? Kind of Picard or kind of Janeway, yeah. No, 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 no. They set her up as like a Kirk. Like she, she's, oh. she's got the gun. She's got the. She, Oops. she's on the away mission. She can fight. Yeah, at the end she's of the, super the, smart. Episode, the, the second mm-hmm. episode, she's gonna go fight. I, what? She, she wouldn't see that 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 neck pinch coming. Like yeah. she wouldn't. Fi- I, 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 don't know. I for me. I think that's why she wakes little... up after thirty yeah.
2: seconds too, is because she's super hardcore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I. I mean, I thought Michelle Yeoh. Did great there i just yeah I, it was a yeah melody i think i totally agree with you like this is out of character it just seems a little like we need to get right. to the next point in script so here's what we're gonna do or maybe like, way like
1: michael burnham is just like really a character we're not gonna like i don't know i don't know yeah yeah
2: or we're sure. or we hopefully grow, going to grow to like her I, I really liked her up until this point you know i I think she's great. There's no reason not to like her. Maybe whether you whether you loved her or not, that's fine. But there's no right. reason to dislike right, right, right. her at the outset. And then she mutinies yeah. against the captain. Yeah. But so, uh, okay, so we get into episode two. It's battle at the binary stars. This is not written by Brian Fuller, although he did the uh, the story. Um, it's written by Gretchen Berg and Aaron Harberts, which uh, I don't know either of those two. They weren't they weren't big prominent names. So. Um, we begin with a with a flashback to the beginning of, of – or to the end of episode one. They they do a quick recap and Michael uh, – then we get a flashback of Michael coming onto the Shenzo for the first time. And we get very like serene Vulcan Michael.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah, it's a little funky. <laughs> I'm sorry? It's a little funky. Yeah, I didn't buy it. Yeah, I didn't love it.
1: Nope, me neither. It's
0: really unfortunate. In fact, I think this is my least favorite scene in the entire yeah. two episodes. It feels, it feels like she's acting. Yeah, like right. And I just the entire time I was like, I don't. Why? Why are we doing this right now? Because I'm not exactly sure what it added, other than I think Michelle Yeoh in this was actually quite good. Yes, was, I think her interactions she with was Sarek acting. are pretty great. Like the whole like uh, paternal maternal uh, mm-hmm. handoff thing. Yep. Worked pretty well. But her acting like a Vulcan, I was just like, no, the bowl cut thing. Yeah. I was like, no, it just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't where it needed to be for me.
1: Well, and the captain's treatment of her didn't really make a lot of sense. Like, unless she's, like, really buddy-buddy with Sarek, I don't really know why she's putting up with that attitude from her. Like, And then and maybe
2: she is. Maybe we'll get that flashback yeah. or well, something.
0: Well, there, there, there is an interesting moment in the turbo lift when um, – When the captain basically like toots her own horn, saying like, "What you've heard about me is justified." Yeah, that's true. And that was cool. And then what she says is same for me. Yeah. And basically, what 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 we're I think we're supposed to get from that is that um, Michelle Yeoh's character is the best captain in Starfleet. Like she's like she's She's awesome. Yeah, and that um, she is like you know an incredible human for being able to survive all of this, you know, Vulcan stuff and keep up with it. Um, And uh, they're kind of at the the top of their game together. They might even be better than, you know, uh, separate. So I think that's kind of what we're supposed to get out of the sequence. I like that moment in the turbo lift, but everything before and after that, when even she's kind of showing her around the bridge, I just didn't, I wasn't connecting with. Just it, wasn't connecting with. It
2: was there was too much. It was just yeah. too much. I think I think a brief flashback would have been fine. I, I think it was just a couple minutes too long. Um, yeah. it also led to the question of why. So she didn't go to the academy, you know. But apparently, you know, yeah. there yeah. must well, be transfer credits from the Vulcan Science Academy or whatever. It, you get you get an academy graduate pass. She I don't know the about all that. Card. Yeah, but pretty. now wait
0: a minute. At This moment in time, I oh I guess Enterprise it happened. So yep. there had been. Vulcans on... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and T'Pol
2: Starfleet. did that. She she got a Starfleet commission without... Almost the exact it's same, the same thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: It is. You're right. Yeah. That's a good call. This is exactly what T'Pol did. Okay. All right. So there is precedence there. It's just okay. weird because
2: she's a human, but I guess the, you, you know, the Vulcan Science Academy is not a bad educational institution, sure. I suppose, so it's right. fine. Yeah. yeah, totally. All right. So we get into... Another another flashback. We get to Takuvma, and he's he's you know we get that repetition sort of of the fact that he's uh, Kles reborn, yeah. Um, And and the we come in peace thing. Giorgio, you know, um, sends a message to the Klingons, and he he is talking to the whole Klingon Council.
0: The Council, Um, yeah, yeah, which was which I didn't understand because why is there a Council if there's not an Empire? I think it's more. I think it's like honorary.
1: Yeah, it's the leaders of all the houses.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think... I think council is too organized-sounding.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, but, see, the thing is, is that there weren't 24 of them.
2: Uh, There weren't 24 standing there, but there were... Like, because one ship came from each house. Right. So, I think we, just, for some reason, didn't see all of them. We saw, like, six or something like that, or nine, maybe.
0: Okay. I Okay. All right. Um
2: cool. I, uh... Let's... Wow, lost my train of thought completely uh, uh, anyway that that whole that whole
0: council, well, one of the houses yeah. leaves right he the, 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 that's the, right he, yes so takuvma's trying to uh tell them this that the, you know the Interpro- uh, the, not the enterprise sorry starfleet is the enemy yeah um and they're all like well what is one ship going to do um and one of the Klingon houses the leader is basically saying I won't have anything to do with this yeah I think the rest of you should come with me um, this is this is silly. Um, and then he leaves. Yep. Right. He goes away. Yep. And then the rest of the fleet, the Starfleet show up. Right. And then they all watch the message from um, Michelle Yo's I keep forgetting her name. What's the name? captain? Georgiou. Um, She she comes on. and They all watch that together. Yep. And apparently he's told them before. Now, listen. Well, know that they're the real bad guys when they say. She says these words.
1: Well, yeah, but he didn't tell those leaders before anyway. So I. He must have. That whole scene for me was just like, I'm trying to follow what you're doing, but I don't think you're doing it very well. Right. But I'm still going to follow it because I care about the end result.
2: Well, the point. Because the point is, like, again, I think the execution is a little bit wobbly there, but the point is, uh, hey, all of you guys look at look at what the you know he leaves out the fact that he baited the federation to come there but look at what the federation is doing they're encroaching upon our space hey there's only one ship not a big deal oh man there's you know a fleet is now here but somehow with a the fleet they come in peace he he definitely is manipulating the situation right and I think I think that works I think it's maybe a little long-winded but that that works
1: yeah
0: yeah, and Volk, of course, is there too, saying, you know, being a yep. shot caller or whatever. Like, yep. you know, like he is amazing. He is the only one who has brought us all yeah. together. Here we are, um, you know, very much kind of uh, John the Baptisty, yep. you know, kind of like uh, that kind of a thing, trying to trying to lay the way. Yep. But no, but but then um, you know, uh, um, sorry, Takuvma yep. starts at, over the uh, announcement um, from Giorgio, Captain Giorgio um he says listen for it here yep. it comes she's gonna say it and then she says we come in peace yep and then he's like fire yeah
2: <laughs> and then they do and that battle is cool looking so it is
1: pretty awesome
2: it's a cool it's a cool battle
0: you know it's just as good as anything in the new star trek films i mean yeah. i mean some re- I, they spent some money on that yep. they
2: really did they really did. And I wonder how much of it, you know, is it just heavy on the, the pilots or is it going to be, you know, is this going to be maintained throughout the whole thing? But I bet well, it again, is. Well,
0: again, like this, this is the, this, the, okay, this is the final kind of sequence of this episode. Yeah. This is two hours of television. And do you know what we haven't seen yet? The Discovery. <laughs> like, <laughs> and. S- At all. Like the, the, no, not even a mention of we, it. We, they don't even none. mention it. We the see only- two
2: main characters in this entire show. But like well, you don't two. even know yeah. that. You don't yeah. even
0: know. Yeah. And, and the thing, too, the, the crazy the crazy thing here is that, like, the title sequence heavily features the Discovery and has no mention of... And names
2: all these other actors we're not going to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, that battle sequence is just absolutely incredible. I yeah. love the moment with... Uh, and I, we didn't mention him before, but Anthony Michael Hall uh, guest stars. Yes. Um, and... Uh, he is. He comes back in on the uh, Shinzu um, as a hologram again. Yep. Did from, not realize
2: that was Anthony Michael Hall. By the way, until like afterward, and I no? looked it up. I, I didn't. Oh, no. I, I missed him in the credits. Even yeah,
0: hmm. yeah. As soon as as soon as I saw him, I leaned over to Miller. And I was like, yep. it's Anthony Michael Hall. Right. Um, but uh, the. That sequence is really neat, where he, you know the Europa saves the Shinzu yep. from crashing into a an asteroid or whatever it is. I don't know if it's debris or whatever. I'm not sure what they where they were. I yeah, it was, it was like, like a, a destroyed... random
1: giant crater of something.
0: I think it was like a destroyed like solar system. Is that what it is? Because it's the two suns. Something. Yeah, is that what yeah. it was?
2: Well, it's it's yeah, I think so. Are are you okay. talking when not when the Europa is destroyed, right? No, when they no, no, catch no, no. them in the right tractor, tractor beam. Oh, right oh yes, that, of course. The Shinzu yes. is about to go yeah. smashing into a huge Cause rock. Because it loses power and it's kind of just flying. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: yeah right. and the Klingon's about to take it down, but they don't because they realize it's going to go smashing into a rock. Right. And then the Europa, which is the, I'm guessing, the, flag- the flagship. Ship. Yeah. 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 Uh, grabs them on a tractor beam, saves them, and then the, Anthony Michael Hulk's character, the Admiral, uh, does like a, a holographic conversation. Yeah. And as he's doing that, all of a sudden, you can tell something's going wrong oh, on the Oh, that was bridge. cool. That was neat. Yeah. Yeah. I like that kind of storytelling. Yeah. I think that's kind of it, neat.
2: That was very much, you had to see, yeah, you had to figure it out. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. Nice little touch. We didn't get another starship explosion. We got, like, you know, well, he's blipping out. Well, that we do, but
0: yeah, actually, Europa, that's true. We do. The Europa is it does the 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 star trek thing uh it does it does the the thing when the ship is no longer possibly going to live they just blow it up uh it's self-destruct after getting rammed by a klingon ship which i was a
1: little confused because what it wasn't his ship that he rammed into it it was another another
0: it It was was another ship he just had sitting there yeah yeah okay yeah yeah
2: so uh, then we get Michael in the brig, and it's it's cool. She's sitting there, you know. Um, I th- I think there's a bunch of stuff we could we could kind of skip, but My- Michael's in the brig. She is um, thinking on her sins essentially, and she she runs into to another crewman, and and it's it's really cool. And we get a flashback uh, to uh, her being attacked at the learning center. So we 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 don't really get much context for that, but then um, that. It's it's isn't it her, she, you know, her as a young girl lying on the ground burned and Sarah comes in and then uh, there's this long range mind. Melt Wait, that, that was have. at
1: the learning center that she got attacked.
2: See, that's I wasn't they He said the attack at the learning center. So Ew. but I wondered if I was misunderstanding something.
1: No, if that's what he said, then that would make sense because there was like that weird like blue.
2: Those domes lights things. Yeah,
1: the domes. I don't know why I was thinking that was um, something else. But, okay, that makes more sense to my yeah. mind.
2: It's unclear yeah. to me. I, I, even the timeline, was that before the flashback we saw before? Right. Or was it afterward?
1: Right, because yeah. I thought whatever had unsettled her when she was taking the test about the attack from the Klingons was like
2: –
0: Had already happened.
2: That was was – I think yeah. that was after was... this one. Yeah, okay. I think, but I don't yeah. know. Okay. So the long-range mind meld—that's weird, but okay, I guess whatever. It's it's fine. Apparently, he loves her more than his son because <laughs> he's never mind melded with his son, but then he has a thousand light-year long mind meld with this random girl that he found.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. It, yeah,
0: it it is an interesting uh, relationship, and I they need to they need to explain that. They really they really I, I think do. they will. Yeah, yeah, they will. They I will, hope they will absolutely.
2: Yeah. Uh, so then we get the the big that big shot from the trailer, you know, Michael Burnham first out logics the computer, which was
0: yes. sweet. I love mm-hmm. that. That was a good start yeah. trick right there. That was good. That was a very good moment. I like that a lot. Yep.
2: And uh, and escapes the brig, and we, you know we we get that nice that that cool shot of the brig, you know, jutted out into space. She's safe where everything else is is kind of crazy, and uh, and then gets back, and and that really leads us right right to the the. The climax of all of it she escapes she gets to the brig or the bridge and Giorgio is ready to sacrifice herself to to blow up the ship uh, the Klingon yes ship. yep and I think uh that that's where we see a, a good working relationship you know they, they do set aside for a second the fact that you know she should be in the brig right now Giorgio doesn't belabor that she doesn't she doesn't say you know get off my ship I'm not listening to you anymore she does say okay you you are the most qualified person to be talking to us right now um to come up with
0: this plan and yeah. um well first the captain wants to just pilot like a shuttle right. with the 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 warhead right right yep. uh and then they decide no instead we will we we need to capture Takuvma right yes it's he, he's more he, he's worth more as uh, like a POW than he is if we just blow him up and he's a martyr. Right. Which um, was Michael's so logic
1: and the the captain is sitting there listening to her and agreeing with her even after you know what she did. So that was yeah. interesting. Again, not sure if I completely buy it or not, but I'm trying. I'm trying.
2: I wonder if if Giorgio had had lived, I wonder if she would have been stripped of her rank and stuff like that. I wonder if right. Giorgio would have gone to bat for her, you know.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Starfleet is pretty pretty tough on regulations. I mean, you know, we see yeah. this frequently. This is, a, you know, the movies, you know, Star Trek 2, 3, nah. 4, yeah. 5, 6. You know, <laughs> we, we, we see Kirk go from Admiral back to Captain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's just being put I on trial. This, yep. it being put on trial, all that kind of stuff. Klingon's yep. trial, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I definitely see the, uh, the similarity here that, you know, hey, listen. We understand why you did what you did. That's fine, but yeah. it's still against regulation. You are going to serve the time. Yeah. Paris is the same way. Tom mm-hmm. Paris from Voyager. Yep. Um, so you know, it's just a matter of uh, you know accepting that, and I think she does. So anyway, so their they, they, their plan is to go from to grab one, because there's all these Klingon dead bodies. Yeah, and they're and they're grabbing, transporting
2: the dead bodies onto the ship, which I not thought that was transporting or tractor not transporting beaming them. them. Yeah.
0: yeah, they're which. I love that. That was cool. It's weird. Yeah, it looked neat. Yeah. But why didn't they transport? But it, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. So they they tractor beam them back to the ship. Um. Yeah. So the way they decided to do is put is to beam a the warhead onto one of the bodies. Great idea. That was cool. Yeah. And yeah. then pull it back and then disable the ship. Yeah. And then beam aboard and steal. To uh, which so then we get
2: this this awesome you know f- captain first officer you know all female raid again no no red shirts anywhere in here um, yes you know on the ship and you know we get to see a little bit of of Michelle Yeoh's martial arts which I which I like just a tiny bit and yeah. uh, and then she dies
0: yeah
1: yeah like I, as- I'm all for girl power and you know. Fierce women and stuff, but like that really makes no sense to me. Why you're gonna send two little, like, not well armed women, the captain and first officer, to go fight Klingons? Like they're twice their size. The, even the little least, fight that they put up made no sense to me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you can be awesome at martial arts, but they're they're freaking Klingons. They're twice your size. Yeah. It makes no sense.
2: Well, at the very, it's even even just down to like. Send some guards. Like, why yeah. not? Like, why would you not? You are going to raid, right? A, a Klingon ship. Send more than two people. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she had to die. That's that's what. But it's exactly, exactly. well. She, I mean, she still could have died. She could even have, with have a whole died, and it could have still there. made
1: sense, though. Like, yeah. I, it, it, that bothered me.
2: But. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, she she dies. Uh, they they do also kill Takuvma, which I was shocked by. I really, I, I we had predicted Giorgio's death. Yeah, last time, not, not in the same way, but we predicted it. And
0: so I, Hey, I, I think my prediction was pretty much on point except for, (laughs) uh, the, the narrative, the narrative structure of the series. And and the, Shenzo is not
2: isn't, isn't destroyed yet. The Shenzhou is still She says,
0: says, my crew and my ship is gone is what she says. So yes, it is. It's
2: destroyed. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree. We'll, we will see next week. I think they go back to it. I think they go back to it.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. Mm.
2: But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and, uh, then, yeah, so the, she we get the, the trial scene, um, you know, and I think the trial scene was, like, it's tiny, it's short, it's just a, a summary. You're, she's stripped of rank and, and in prison for life. I thought all of these guys in shadow with the one spotlight on her, I was like, we have seen trials in Star Trek, guys. It's not dramatic like that. It's just I, a bunch it of It really
0: was weird. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of like, like black sight, like, we don't want to yeah. show our faces, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why does it, why yeah. does it look like yeah. this? Yeah.
2: It it's whatever, it's just a style thing, but I I thought, you know, okay, fine. Just <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. you're we're dramatic here. We have we have we have lots of new lighting now in Star
0: Trek, so it's fine. Uh, and, and lens flares, thanks uh, oh. to JJ Abrams. Lens, oh yeah. Lens flares to go around for everyone. Plenty. So
2: that that really brings us to the end. You know, going we leave Michael Burnham. She is in, going to life in prison. She has no rank, you know, she is the lowest of the low. This and you know, I guess it can only if can only go out from here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't have no idea what to expect next. I'm, even, I'm. It'll be interesting to see yeah. how this goes, how this plays out.
2: Yeah, even the stuff that that is, you know, that they're pointing ahead to, we're still not clear on story yet. Right. So you know, it looks like Rain Wilson is in the next one, but that's that's about all we see. And and the discovery yeah. maybe that would be nice. Well, that's. uh that's great i'm excited to see what what happens we've got 13 more episodes now you know a regular season we've got our prologue we're going on to yes. a, a regular you know 13 episode season and uh
0: Wait, are there 13 more or yeah 13 more there... oh There's 15 wow. total yep
2: sweet which is kind of cool so uh and they they i guess are filming the 15th episode today that's what i yes. heard. they're filming the yeah i heard that today. too yep so uh yeah so uh, how can
0: everybody get in contact with us and stay in communication with us chris So the easiest way to do that is through our Twitter handles. Uh, At The Next Trek, uh, follow us there for all updates. Tyler is doing an awesome job there uh, with all the Star Trek news. We also recently did a Twitter poll, yep. um, which went really well. We asked folks what they thought of the show. How many res- we, got, we got? We got almost a hundred responses, right? Like eighty something responses. Eighty right? responses.
2: You- yeah, I was going to check really quick before we we started back again, but eighty responses. Eighty-two now uh, responses, which is kind of cool. That's that's
0: very exciting yeah. for us, I think, and. It's- it's good to hear from you guys. I think we're going to have to do more of those. Uh, what did Definitely. we ask again? We asked, what did you think of the episode, right? Yeah, just just straight up. Did you, did you love
2: it? Did you hate it? Or is the jury still out? And m- pretty much everybody loved it. Uh, we had one guy, and I, I told him, you know, I felt bad. Uh, he... He said, oh, my gosh, I accidentally hit hated it when I meant to say I loved it. So I said, I said okay, well, we'll mention you specifically on air. So uh, Norm at Nodar08 uh, said uh, he was unfortunately one of the hated it's, but I think that's only two people, maybe three. <laughs> so we had 62% loved it, 6%. Hated it, and 32% on the jury is still out. So six percent minus the one person. I am not going to do that math. I'm an English teacher, not a math teacher. So <laughs> Don't uh, do it. Yeah. no, but six uh, percent minus one person, uh, whatever that math equals out to, uh, actually uh, really hated it. So and, and there's a few people that I saw online hated it, and I I haven't yet delved into the why of they hated it, but I I'll probably look into that more this week.
0: It seems as though most folks on the internet, though praise it fairly highly yeah. Yeah. or at least say this shows a lot of promise yes understanding of the first two episodes we've seen apparently they've shown critics the first three episodes yes, that's what i've heard yeah and and all of them that i've heard said that the third episode is really great excellent it, it puts everything into context and you're like oh that's the show we're actually going to be seeing. that's what i'm so, hoping for yeah, yeah that's what i'm waiting for So, uh, yeah, follow us um, at The Next Trek on Twitter because, again, we'll be be putting up polls. We'll be asking questions, news, anything that we have to pass along. You know, if they delay uh, the the streaming of the show again like they did this past week, 20 or 30 minutes, we'll probably let you know that as well. So if you want to be on top, on top of all that news, I loved – uh, the way that I put it is we'll bring you up to warp speed. That's, okay? so, That's right. That's what we'll do. Uh, it's follow us there. And then uh, my personal Twitter handle is at uh, Chris Farrell. And yours, Tyler, is? At Tyler Howitt. T y l e r h o w a t. Keep in touch, guys. We, uh, we're definitely excited about where the show is going. And we can't wait to see where the final frontier takes us. Absolutely. All right. See you guys later.